This is the Fathering Project podcast, Figuring It Out Together, where we tackle many challenges facing dads and father figures and explore fathering across all ages, from newborns to toddlers, school age and teenagers. We speak with experts in their fields to help you navigate solutions and positive outcomes for each stage of your fathering journey. Let's figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Fathering Project podcast. Kathy Gapaya here and joining me today is Donna Moala, Certified Sleep Consultant. In today's podcast, we discuss newborns and sleep, what new and expecting parents need to know and how to navigate some of those challenges. Donna is the founder of bob to sleep She's a Certified Sleep Sense Consultant and mum of three herself. After becoming a mother, Donna became passionate about creating healthy sleep foundations for her own family and wanted to share it with other families on their journey to better sleep, something we all need. Never using any form of cry it out, nurturing and responsive is her approach. Donna has supported thousands of parents around the globe to regain their confidence and implement her solutions to resolve their own unique sleep challenges with long-lasting success and to be able to enjoy the miracle of sleep. Donna, welcome, and thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Caddy. Very excited to be here and talk about sleep. It is my passion. I wish um, I'd met you a few years ago when I had newborns. Oh, yes, and and everybody says that. Even now, if their children are in their 20s, they go, oh, I should have known you back in the day. But, yes, it is very important, our sleep and our baby sleep. It sure is. We're keen to hear your advice on this. So let's jump straight into it. Um, So as a new dad, adjusting to a newborn sleep schedule can be really overwhelming because the mum is often involved in getting up and feeding at night, but the dad sometimes is feeding at night as well. So what are the most important things new and expecting parents should know to prepare themselves for this aspect of parenthood? Mm, Such a good question. And I'm so passionate, like I said, about sleep. And we don't want to feel overwhelmed because there's so much information out there. It's it's unregulated, it's confusing, and then it's so exciting to have a newborn, isn't it? You know, like uh, that growing the baby and meeting the baby and you have all of these things that you think about before baby comes, but sleep's not always something that, that people think about. I, it did for me. It was my number one priority, like what the hell goes on with, uh, with newborn sleep is what I needed to know. Um, but when it comes to fathers, it's really important for them to not feel when baby comes, often um, a big percentage of mums will, will try breastfeeding. You know, some people can't, um, but a big thing is breastfeeding and, and that doesn't come easy either. So we go through the journey of having the baby, baby is born, and then mum's really connected to the baby in regards to you know, feeding, trying to get some kind of rhythm there, which takes a little time. So fathers often feel really not disconnected because they're very excited for the newborn to come, but they just don't know what to do because they haven't grown the baby. They haven't given birth to the baby and the the mum's feeding. So my biggest tip around um, fathers is try not to be too overwhelmed with not asking if you can help, if that makes sense, because often they take a step back because mums are doing the best they can and, and trying to implement all this crazy, new, challenging, exciting stuff, and dads will take that step back. So if you can and you're in a relationship where you can be there, stay with mum. Stay with mum. 
stay in the hospital, be part of it, and try and understand a little bit about the, the basic biological requirements of babies, which are really simply they need to sleep and eat and leave, need lots of cuddles. But with a newborn, their wake time should only be between 45 minutes to an hour max. So in between that, if you're thinking just simply that, mum might need a rest. So dad can hold baby for a sleep. So if you find out the basic foundations around newborn sleep, then dad can definitely be, be a big part of it. And don't be frightened to do it because often dads feel a little bit, again, I don't know if it's intimidated or what the word is, but a little bit frightened that they might do the wrong thing. They cannot do the wrong thing. They love that and support bubs. Then um, trying to find out a little bit about the biological requirements can give them a little bit of a heads up when baby comes. So uh, wake times, feeding, things like that, and being part of it is really important. I imagine that there's there's a need for a lot of open conversations between partners too about how they're feeling, coping, and yeah. you know, deciding who's going to wake up at what, you know, which feeding yeah. time to feed and any adjustments they need to make. Mm -hmm. Huge. And I also, the biggest thing, and this is another whole topic to talk about, but there is such a big change in your dynamic as, in a relationship pretty quickly, you've got this new person you've got to keep alive. So, you know, how your relationship was before, it'll still be there, but it, from that moment on will change. So it's really trying to keep those lines of communication up, like you said. You know, also be a little bit mindful, Dad, that mum has given birth, whatever way that is. Hormones are raging, you know. There's a lot of things that might not feel like this person that before she became a mother might be acting a little bit different and that's the norm. I think the more that we can openly talk about this and and dads can talk to dads, other dads, then they'll go, oh, this is normal. This is okay. This is not too scary. But having those communications is huge. I also really suggest, again, this is not going to help with sleep particularly, but once breastfeeding has established, if that's the choice that mum's going to make, a really beautiful bonding thing to do about four to six weeks when bubs is about four to six weeks old is implementing a bottle. So it could be expressed milk um, or a really nice, um, you know, uh, organic goat's milk formula. There's some fantastic ones that are very gentle on the baby's tummy. And that's a really good bonding time for dad to be able to have that um, feed, usually at the end of the day, or maybe a feed during the night. And if that's breast milk, that's fantastic. And then dad can have that bonding time with dad. So once a day, giving them that feed, that's a really important one too. That's really good advice um, to create that situation where dad can bond with the baby too while mm -hmm. feeding at that time because it's difficult if mum does it all the time, obviously, yeah. and dad doesn't get the chance and the baby's sleeping so much. Right. But obviously you're saying the babies are sleeping a lot, but what mm. have you found to be some common sleep challenges that new parents face with their babies? Oh, gosh, I don't like scaring people. But, um, you know, every baby is so different, there, there's no doubt. But to really summarise it, if a baby has some underlying um, discomfort, so that can be wind, that can be things that we don't even know, you know, like bubs just cries a lot more, that would be a really great time to understand that babies cry and some babies cry way more than others. And there's things like reflux and colic, again, don't want to frighten people, but that make babies feel uncomfortable. So they cry a bit more. That's another really great time for dad to baby wear, you know, like, again, um, understanding the basics of a, of a day of a newborn. I have a Again, a fantastic newborn masterclass, which is a great foundations around a bit of knowledge around sleep. And then you just implement them daily. Those times that Bubs is really unsettled and it's not due a, not due a feed or a sleep, baby carrier, 
really good for dad to do. Another really great bonding thing for dad. So, um, yeah, so really helping out in those times that Bubs is really unsettled is baby wearing. Another really important thing too. Dad can do that. That's excellent um, advice again. But what would you? What would be your th- top three tips to combat um, other issues that may come up? As you're saying, colic and things like that. Obviously, you've got to work through with them. And and at what stage should parents ask for extra support? Again, I sort of really, really support parents to go with the parental instinct. So I work only one-on-one with families because of this. There are so many different dynamics, what happen with babies when they're born and what's going on with them. And what's in the realms of norm is hard to explain. I do say, if you feel like baby's crying too much or in distress, go to your doctor, you know, and and don't feel, oh, you know, maybe I need to figure this out or I think this is normal. If you feel like it's not feeling normal, go and go to a, to, to a, a medical person or a, or a healthcare nurse or something. That's okay. That That's definitely go get that support. Don't feel like you're overreacting. It's your baby and you should know. Uh, again, when a baby hasn't got discomfort, again, this is a very big, broad range, we can implement these foundations, which would be wake times around about an hour, you know, giving them that opportunity to go to sleep. So that would be nicely swaddled, um, offering that support, cuddling them to drowsy, having a routine during the day where if bub sleeps more than two hours, gently waking them. So just a really gentle routine um, and implement those great sleep habits. And if they're finding that bubs is really unsettled all day and things like that. There might be some underlying colic and things like that. That's a really good sort of indicator. If bubs is very unsettled, can be something in their tummy that's upsetting them, which is go to a, a doctor for sure. But when you can implement all those foundations around sleep, babies usually tend to sleep quite a lot. And, quite how, a- and how can fathers play that active role in helping their baby sleep better? Not just be a support for mum, but mm-hmm take an active role in, you know, to engage, bond with and help their baby sleep better? It would be simply that. And it would be just do or do those things that um, I was just suggesting in regards to giving a little bit of cuddle before bed, doing the nappy change, putting them in the swaddle, giving them nice nice cuddles, being really actively involved with that, being actively involved with the bath routine. Like anytime dad is around, be part of it. I do remember when we had our first, long time ago, but one of the healthcare nurse um, said to me, which was the best advice, because as mums, you know, we tend to be the fixers. We, we're the ones that like usually are the ones that are, are pregnant. So we feel like we know best often. We know, not always though. What, I, what she said to me is let dad do it. Even if you feel like he's not doing it correctly, let dad do it. And that was huge because often, like I said, mums tend to do, 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 but just let them do it. And then, you know, dads feel really much, very much part of it. Also really good for them to do a night feed too, you know, like being part of that, having those conversations. So, you know, um, because dads often are the ones, a bigger percentage that are going to work and all of that. So having those conversations of what they're comfortable with, like maybe dad needs to go to bed reasonably early because he has a job he needs to not be tired for. Then dad does that first feed around, you know, 9, 9.30 goes to bed you know, be really actively talking about what's what dad can do, like ask what what part of this day can I help out and doing it by himself too, which is really lovely because it's a really nice bond with the baby. 
It's so important to get dads involved in the process, um, yeah. regardless of whether we think they can do it. Um, yes, you know, as well as mom, they can. They yeah, can. They can. You know, I, I'm only saying that because you know that's what mums think. I'm not saying dads can't do it because dads are amazing and they're an extremely important part of every day. And and that's what I want to put across is they're no less as important as as mum. Like be be heavily involved. It's a beautiful thing. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we know they can sometimes feel unsure themselves yes. about how yes. to, what to do and how to support yes. their partner and newborn, yes. but it's really important to be involved early on. And the more you're involved, the more you learn, of course. Don't Absolutely. You? And the other thing that I have found, again, through my own journey, because my kids are 17, 15 and, and 12, so we're a different range there, a different age there. But when, um, when they were little, um, their dad, my husband, he was involved as much as he could when he was home he worked a lot we were starting a new business it was we were young um but he helped as much as he could and that was a beautiful bonding thing um for him he was really close with them and it was really lovely so you know it's it's as much as dads can be involved they'll enjoy it too because they do have to leave to go to work usually and come home so they miss a big chunk of of the days and um yeah anytime they can be part of that will be they, they will feel very empowered and and supported you know being part of it as well so many babies love movement that helps them go to sleep. So we used to, you know, put the kids in the car sometimes if they didn't sleep and instantaneously they'd go to sleep I and know. them up and, you know, put them in bed. Do you recommend that? Look, I, in, in regards to sleep issues, so when people come to me, um, they are at a position where they're having sleep troubles, yeah? So I say to everyone, if you are not feeling unhappy about anything that you're doing, then you're doing everything perfectly. It's only ever when it gets to a point that it's causing a little bit of um, disharmony in the family or everyone's a bit stressed. I definitely re recommend a flexible routine in regards to that. So practice in the car, practice in the pram, but really trying to get the majority of them of their sleeps in their home because a lot of babies as they get older won't do the transfer or, you know, we end up sleeping in the car and then they won't sleep in their cot very well and then mum and dad are driving around at 2 o'clock in the morning trying to get bubs to sleep, <laughs> which I'm sure that you might have done before. So I'm not anti anything ever because we're all in survival, but in regards to sleep we try and create a really great environment at home work really beautifully at home but practice in the car practice in the pram practice in the carrier practice in the porticot but uh, if we look at sleep as a really awesome incredible skill that they can master where I like to say we're the captains of the ship not that we often feel like that but we as parents need to guide and support them to to learn these skills so if they're only sleeping in the car or falling asleep in the car they're going to find it really hard to fall asleep in a cot so it's like a bit of a statistic, you know, do most at home but practice in the pram and car. That's that's my thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. And are there important safety considerations for creating an environment that promotes healthy sleep for babies? Yeah, definitely. And always check out SIDS. I'm sure everyone's heard of SIDS here in Australia. They're amazing um, and they're all up to date with everything. When we talk about SIDS, again, it's a very big umbrella. They've got to be very, very safe with the information they give. So you've also got to go with your parental instinct and what you feel comfortable with because you're the ones living the life. The most important thing is, um, look, if you're going to co-sleep, you need to look into that yourself. I can't um, promote that because since I think I've started to promote it a little bit of how to do that safely, um, but we need to be very, very careful about that is, is the number one, really, because, again, thinking we're very, very tired parents and you might not, you might accidentally not wake and, you know, awful things. So 
Uh, trying not to co-sleep is a big thing. If you're going to choose to do that, you need to really look into how to do that safely and having them in a knife safe space, space. You don't want anything in there. You don't want teddies. You don't want bumpers. You don't want anything around their face. Um, nice flat surface, all of that. Um, is your main things in regards to safety. You know, um, of course, you're going to fall asleep with them on your chest at times. I'm, I'm sure because we're so exhausted, but do everything with your utmost safety. That's co-sleeping and sleeping with them is the biggest safety thing to look at. And what advice would you give to new parents who are struggling with their baby's sleep and how can they stay patient and persistent mm-hmm. throughout the process? Because people can get overwhelmed. Oh, my then- God. Yes. They, you know, they, they don't do even what they would normally do. No, no. Because let's think of sleep deprivation as a form of torture, torture, because it is. So our bodies need our sleep, need sleep. Our babies need sleep, but but our minds are not what functioning when it's the middle of the night and baby's screaming. So again, be kind to yourself. Do the best you can. You know, honestly, just do the best you can because that's what we're all trying to do. But in regards to that, is getting back to understanding the basics. Um, which are great, like I said, great understanding of sleep, biological foundations, not being too hard on yourself. And then it's hard to use your parental instinct because, again, you might feel like it's right and then someone will tell you what's wrong. So try and be a team or, you know, um, say what you're comfortable with with each other and just do it. But um, the biggest thing is understanding the basics, which is your wake times, trying to give them the opportunity to sleep in their own space, like be a pram, not on you all the time. Because, again, if we're talking about statistics, if she, if Bubs is only sleeping on you for every sleep, as Bubs gets older and, and becomes, you know, gets into the sort of four, five, six-week time and in, within the first three months, if they're only sleeping on you, they'll only want to sleep on you because that's all they know. So lots of practice and patience um, the best you can is my best advice um, and make sleep, a priority of of like okay it's an hour bubs needs to sleep they're the big things it's um so important to work together as a team to get it right because those first few months are can be so challenging from a sleep perspective and then you don't function properly and then you might have the other partner whoever you know has gone back to work and then that partner's it has to go back to work I mean that's the norm isn't it and then you're left by yourself and and you're tired and then frazzled and yeah it's you don't want to scare people of not having children because it is a wonderful thing but that's where my passion is around sleep because once people get the knowledge around sleep um, for me I needed that understanding and it lessened my anxiety 17 years ago and just having those tools and those basic foundations gave me enough to go okay well they need to sleep now we need to give them a go sleep on me and those basic things can really reduce stress and anxiety around sleep and parenting because if you can get bigger chunks of sleep or a little bit better sleep your days are much easier they sure are. Yeah. They sure are. Donna, thank you so much for joining us today. You've given yes. us so many great insights and advice for new and expectant parents. A baby sleep is so critical and it's been fantastic to learn more and have this discussion today so that parents can sleep well too. Absolutely. And they can. You don't have to be sleepless when you have a newborn. That's the thing. People say when you have a baby, you have no sleep. It doesn't have to be that way. (laughs) Don't be frightened. Don't be frightened. Listeners, if you need further support, we encourage you to check out Donna's resources as at bub2sleep.com.au. The link will also be up on the Fathering channel. Thank you again for your time today, Donna. We look forward to having you back on again soon. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye.